الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم برحمتك يا رحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم MashaAllah, it's only through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he has brought us to this beautiful house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this most blessed night, on this virtuous occasion of the 15th night of Sha'ban. Um, we don't need to go into detail. Uh, there, are, there have been scholars from the time of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, the Tabi'een, the Salafus Salihin, the pious predecessors, right up till now, who have mentioned the significance directly from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Narrations, I mean, we don't need the authentication of Shaykh Nasiruddin Albani, but even the scholars such as him who are very rigorous in the authenticity of hadith have authenticated the ahadith which mention the virtue of this great virtuous night. So the one who deprives themselves from such nights are surely deprived. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to take the blessings of such nights. Now, this night being such a blessed night, a virtuous night, a night regarding which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned there is general forgiveness made, who would want to lose out? So keeping this in mind, we have kept this special program. It's not a long program. This is not a day or a night to keep programs in. This is done because there is so much ghafla. We are so neglectful, we are so far away from the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the ways of our Salafus Salihin. If we study the life of the Salaf, we will find there were many practices that they would carry out which are missing from amongst us. So just to give us a bit of a reminder, we have this short program being held from now just until Isha Salah. And after Isha, the Masjid brothers, mashallah, have also organized food as well. So I'm going to humbly request if you can at least spare this much time for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will be really appreciated not by me, not by anybody else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really appreciates the good anybody does regardless how small it is. It never goes to waste. When you do something good for Allah, Allah never puts it to waste. It's always appreciated by Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first of all. Secondly, now this is a virtuous night and we should engage ourselves in good deeds. From amongst the many good deeds which are missing from our lives is the performance of optional prayer, nafal salah. Alhamdulillah to a degree we have farah salah, just like we're not very punctual with nafal fasting, optional fast. Similarly, nafal prayer is something very seldom now we're finding, you know, we're struggling with our faras. So this is a night of ibadah, of worship. Why not make us start now? Without leaving the masjid, there's a beautiful practice. The Prophet ﷺ, Sahaba say that very often the Prophet ﷺ would spend the time between Maghrib and Isha in prayer, in Nafal Salah. Many Sahaba have narrated this, that he would continue performing Nafal Salah. And there are two narrations, one in Tabarani, the other in Ibn Majah, which actually mentions specific virtue. One of them, number one in Tabarani, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, whosoever performs six rakah after Maghrib salah. So after Maghrib, we do two sunnah, another two, another two. That's six rakah, any six rakah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive his or her sins, even if they are equivalent to the form of the sea. You have seen the sea, you have seen the waves, you've seen the form that's been created. Even if you have immense sins, you've committed the worst crime in your life. You're a filthy individual. You've committed every crime in the book. 
But the hadith is mentioning here that you perform this salah, you are sincere in your tawbah and your repentance to Allah, Allah will forgive everything. Another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, whoever performs six rakah after Maghrib salah, during these six rakat, he doesn't say anything bad. He doesn't talk anything bad. He doesn't say anything evil. What happens? Allah will give you the reward of worshipping him for 12 years. For 12 years. So these are two narrations. But the general sunnah practice was he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam between Maghrib and Isha would engage himself in ibadah. Allah revealed the verse of the Quran regarding this. Many scholars of tafsir, some have said this is regarding tahajjud. However, many scholars of tafsir say this is regarding the salah that was performed between Maghrib and Isha. So I have re request all the brothers humbly and the sisters who are here that rather than us leaving or talking or dispersing, inshallah stay within the masjid, perform two rakah, another two rakah, another two rakah. You can read any surah regarding this night or any other night. There is no specific salah. Some people say there is a specific salah. You should read this. No, we take from the sunnah. We take what's right from the Quran, from the Sunnah, from the Salaf al-Salihin without any addition to this. So this is what is mentioned from our Salaf al-Salihin and from our uh, Quran and the Sunnah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Once we've done this, inshallah, we'll assemble together to continue the program. Jazakumullah khairan. Okay, the elder has requested I um, say some words in Urdu. Uh, I, I'm not going to say everything, and I don't remember the last time I spoke in Urdu. So, inshallah, Shabi Barat ki Fazilat ki Mutalik. Bohat Mubarak Rad hai. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala msabko qadirdari ki tawfiq ata firmaya. Israat ki Mutalik, absalallahu alayhi wa salam ni bere fazail bayan ki hai. Or isme am fazilat ye hai, ki isme hare ki guna maaf ho jate hai. Rahmati ilahi bohat kariba jati hai, or hak subhanahu wa ta'ala ki mafurat ke derwaze am ho jati hai. Or muhtasar baat ye hai, ki abhi bajaya bahir jane ke cherakat parle awabin ki namaz. Absalallahu alayhi wa sunne firmaya, ki maghrib ki namaz ki baat, juadmi cherakat ki namazada karega. Hak subhanahu wa ta'ala uski tamam gunao ko maaf kar denge, agarche wa samandar ki jad ki barabar ho. Samandar ke jaag ke barabar bhi kyun na ho Haq subhanahu wa ta'ala tamam gunao ko maaf farwa denge Or dousri wayat mein ye hai Ke jo aadmi maghrib ki namaz ke baad Chhe rakat ada karega Haq subhanahu wa ta'ala Bara saal ki nafli ibadat ka sahab Usko marhamat farmayenge Haq subhanahu wa ta'ala Sabko amal ki tawfiq ada farmayen Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun Ala ibadihi alladhin astafa amma ba'd فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما رسائد الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى ألم يأني للذين آمنوا أن تخشع قلوبهم لذكر الله صدق الله العظيم On this most virtuous and blessed occasion I'd like to firstly congratulate everybody that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this opportunity to begin welcoming 
appreciating and preparing for the holy month of Ramadan. Some scholars have mentioned that the month of Sha'ban and in particular this night reminds us of the dawn or you can even say the sunrise on a daily basis. Before the sun rises, the rays of the sun begin to appear. Wouldn't you say this is, these are the rays of Ramadan that we can see? Could we manage to gather this many people in this manner with this level of spirituality and this kind of wanting to stay in the masjid in the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on any other day? Can anybody do this? It's not possible. No matter how many posters we use, no matter how many messages we send out, no matter how much social media we use, the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works in mysterious ways. And it's just been that on such blessed nights, Allah brings people to the masjid. Whether we invite them or not, this is the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these feet that have walked to the masjid, we've not come ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's boat is here for a reason. Now one thing unanimously we can all agree, by the way, we've not gathered here for a lecture. This is not a day to do a program like I mentioned earlier. This is not a day where we have a lengthy talk or a bayan or a lecture. This is not a time for us to have entertainment. This is a night of ibadah. Just as Ramadan is a time for ibadah. However, to get us into, to motivate us, to get us into the mood, to, for us to have a bit of insight into what and why and how we should do, this is why, inshallah, a few words will be shared. Even in this short time that we've got, the focus will be how can we all engage in a few different types of ibadat, inshallah, before we leave. So that when we go back home, we can continue doing this, inshallah, as long as Allah gives us the tawfiq throughout the night, inshallah. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has made certain days better than others. Certain moments are special. Certain times are special, certain places and locations are special. From amongst the many special and blessed times and moments, one of them is this 15th night of Sha'ban. Mother of the believer Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, she says, On one night, whilst I was lying in my bed, I found my beloved husband, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam missing. He wasn't in his bed. She says, all sorts of thoughts started coming and crossing my mind. You will have heard this hadith before. I'm not going to go into the detail. Mother of the believer, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, she thinks, let me go and see where the Prophet has gone. Lo and behold, she says, when I left the house and I tried to follow where he had gone, I noticed where was he? He was in the cemetery of Baqi and he was praying for the people of Baqi. And when he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam noticed that I had come behind him, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Aisha, do you really think that Allah and his Rasul would go against you, would betray you, would do anything to make you unhappy, would break their promise with you? She says, no, I don't think that. But I just had this thought that maybe you've gone to visit another wife of yours. And this feeling overcame me, so I came. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh Aisha, know that this is the 15th night of Sha'ban. And on this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the first heaven. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants forgiveness to everybody. To everybody. One narration mentions he grants forgiveness to the people equivalent to the hair on the sheep of Banu Kalb. Banu Kalb was a tribe who had many, many sheep. And you can just think of one sheep and how many strands of hair on one sheep. So imagine the whole tribe's sheep. He says the, the sheep of the clan, the Banu Kalb tribe, the hair equivalent to the sheep or the, the hair on the, the, the sheep, this is how many people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives on this particular night. There are other narrations which mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives. And he forgives. And he forgives. It's a general forgiveness. Everybody is forgiven. Except for two people. And we'll come to that in a while. So this is one thing we hear regarding this particular night. This month in itself, the month of Sha'ban. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam again, Ummul Mu'mineen Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, she says that I saw Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fast of course the entire month of Ramadan. But there was no other month in which I saw him fasting more than I saw him fasting in the month of Sha'ban. So I said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why is it, Ramadan we understand, but why is it that you fast in the month of Sha'ban? That you cover most of the month. Besides a few days, you fast most of the month. And this was his blessed and noble habit, that he would fast most of the month of Sha'ban. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, that this is a month most people are negligent of. Because it falls in between two sacred months. The month of Rajab is sacred. And the month of Ramadan is sacred. So when Rajab starts and we all start making dua Allah mubarakna fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balidna Ramadan and we're quite hyped up about Ramadan and the time for Mi'raj comes according to some scholars it happened in Rajab so these are occasions where we are live and kicking and we come to the masjid we attend a few events and then it dies down again the month of Sha'ban comes because why we're thinking well Ramadan's coming and I'm going to leave everything for Ramadan so we've switched off the Sufi mode, waiting for Ramadan to come to switch it back on again. So he sallallahu alayhi wa said then, that this is a month people are negligent of, it falls in between two months which are sacred. And then he said, this is a month in which good deeds are presented to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want my good deeds to be presented to Allah whilst I am fasting. When Allah looks at my book of deeds, when Allah scans me and looks at me at how I have been as a person, as an individual, how I have rendered my service back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I want my Allah to see me in this way of fasting, that I'm a fasting person. Why? Because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Allah has said, Allah has said, As-sawmuli, every other action you do, there could be a possibility that you're doing it for somebody else. Or every other action you do on the day of judgment, the angels will distribute the reward for this. But there is one very unique act, which is the act of fasting. And a, a, a person, you can't fast to show off to somebody else. It's not possible. You can't. If you're fasting, nobody knows. And during your fast, if you've eaten, you drink something, nobody's going to know. So if a person's fasting, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Allah says, fasting is only done for me. And Allah says, I will give the reward for fasting. And some scholars, they say another reading of the hadith is, I am the reward of fasting. Fasting is for me, and I am the reward of fasting. So the month of Ramadan is coming. It's a month of fasting where we will all fast. 
However, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't exclude Ramadan for, the, for fasting. Most of Sha'ban he fasted. Most of Sha'ban. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fasted on the 13th, the 14th and the 15th of every month. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fasted every Monday and Thursday. Anyhow, so this is the month of Sha'ban. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is now preparing himself for the month of Ramadan from Rajab. And Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali has mentioned the quotation of one of the scholars in his book, which is very interesting. I came across it earlier today. One scholar mentions, Blessed is that individual, blessed is that individual who rectifies himself or who rectifies herself before the coming of Ramadan. Generally we think Ramadan will come and will change. He says, blessed is that person who changes himself or herself before Ramadan. So that you're well prepared and you take, can take maximum benefit. Normally our mindset is, Ramadan will come and I'll start to change. Any bad habits I've got, I'm going to carry on till the last minute, push it as far as I can. And then in Ramadan we'll give up. My salah, well at the moment I'm not so punctual, I'll try. It's 15th tonight, so I'll try and pray all of them tonight. But from tomorrow we'll go back to normal and we think Ramadan, we've got all got in mind. None of us here are sitting here thinking, Ramadan comes, we're going to miss our salah. Or Ramadan comes, I'm going to do so and so thing that I normally do. We all have in mind, we've all made this intention, Ramadan comes, we're going to quit. Ramadan comes, we're going to stop that haram. Ramadan comes, we're going to engage in good. But it's all about intention. The same intention you and I have made for Ramadan. What if we make that now? What if they make that pledge to Allah now? The Ramadan which we are waiting for, the same Allah who is in Ramadan, the same Allah is now. The question is, do we worship Ramadan or do we worship Allah? One scholar has said, are you Ramadaniyin or Rabbaniyin? Are you Ramadani? Are you a Ramadani? Or are you Rabbani? A Ramadani, what he does, he worships Ramadan. Why? He does it because it's Ramadan. Rabbani is the one who worships Allah. Whether it's Ramadan, it's not Ramadan. Yes, Ramadan makes it easier. In Ramadan, there is blessing. In Ramadan, the devil is locked up. In Ramadan, the reward increases. But if you and I want to make this Ramadan a changing point in our lives, a time when we gain that taqwa, a time when we change and we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you and I will have to make that change now, today. Because if we don't do it now, unfortunately what normally happens, and just look back at, I can look back at my life over the last so many years, is we carry on as we are, I'll carry on as weak as I am, as less non-punctual as I am, as neglectful as I am, as committing sins as I am until Ramadan comes, and then many a times unfortunately we continue some of these things even in the month of Ramadan as well. So let us make an intention. Everyone's making intention inshallah. That from tonight we're going to act as if it's Ramadan has started. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called us here. Because he loves us. Number two, this is second point I want to mention very quickly. Many of us, although we are all sinful people. But remember, think to yourself, tell yourself. You're only here, why? Because Allah has called you here. Allah loves you. Allah wants you. He desires you. He wants to see you. And do you know how happy Allah became when you entered into this masjid through them doors? It says when a person who has been away from the masjid for some time, and then this person comes to the masjid, 
Just like you, 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 you lose one of your family members, your loved ones, and they go missing, and then you return, that person returns, the lost person returns, how happy do the family members become? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes just as happy. And he tells the angels that look at my slave, look at my slave, lost slave who had gone away from me. Today he has come and made friends with me once again. Today we have broken away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a time, an opportunity to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this night is a night of forgiveness. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to make general forgiveness, it is a night in which we want to try and do as much good as possible so we can gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, I must mention, in the hadith it mentions two types of individuals that on such a blessed night, and again, these individuals are mentioned for Laylatul Qadr as well. It seems whenever there is a blessed occasion, when there is general forgiveness for everybody, everybody, there are certain people who just do not get forgiven because, and that tells you what they are doing is so heinous and serious in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of them, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned mushrik. A person who ascribes a partner to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I am very, very confident, inshallah, that there is no one here amongst us who falls in this category. Everyone's quiet. Yeah, inshallah. Okay, so that's something, alhamdulillah, we say, La ilaha illallah, wa la nushriku bihi. We don't ascribe any partners with him in any way, shape, or form. So from this angle, we can, to a degree, say, alhamdulillah, there is one thing we need to focus on. But this is the difficult one. And this is which we need to mention. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, this is a night in which everyone is forgiven. General forgiveness. The sheep of Banu Kal. All of these ahadith. Allah comes to the first heaven. He says, is there anyone who wants forgiveness so that I may forgive him? Anyone who wants guidance, I may give him guidance. Anyone who wants sustenance. Anyone who has any question, I will answer that question. Duas are accepted. Prayers are accepted. The mercy of Allah. Everyone's being forgiven. Besides this one individual, who is it? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Al-Mushahin, Al-Mushahin, Al-Mushahin. Who is Al-Mushahin? Al-Mushahin is that individual who harbors enmity, grudge, hatred in their heart for other people. And this is the difficult one. To purify the heart, to keep that heart hate-free, to hate somebody. This is an evil. This is a very great crime. This is why the scholars have mentioned one of the greatest acts of worship is to clean, have a clean heart. Amongst the most noble, you know, we always think it's about praying to Hajjud or giving loads of money in charity or going for Hajj every year or going out in the path of Allah or making plenty of dhikr or making completion of Sahih al-Bukhari. These are all good deeds. But one of the greatest deeds which we many a times overlook is to have a clean heart. To have a clean heart. And many people on such occasions, they ask this question regarding having a clean heart and keeping the heart clean. That, okay, we've had... It's understandable. Now, there's, there's two angles we can go from here. It's very understandable if you've had a fallout with somebody. If somebody has hurt you personally, somebody's been violent towards you, somebody stole your property or your wealth, Somebody has harassed a family member of yours. Or something of that nature has happened. Where you have been verbally or physically or emotionally abused by somebody. 
and time has passed there have been heavy feelings you've heard that you should forgive regardless of the crime be the stronger one and be the greater person and forgive you have forgiven but tell me as a human being as a human being will there still be bitterness in your heart yes or no don't be shy yes we are human beings what i want to share with you is the scholars have mentioned that's understandable you are a human being that's understandable that some many people are very concerned they think well you know we hear about forgive and forget but that i can't get rid of that feeling the person did so much bad to me i've forgiven him or her but that feeling still there the scholars mention as long as you do not harbor that and continue to build on that and do anything to provoke that even further that's a feeling you can't remove as long as when you see that person you make salam and you do not hurt that person you do not have anything evil towards that person you've not totally cut off you see them you make salam it's not necessary for it amongst family members for example you've had some huge issue regarding inheritance for example or there was a divorce in the family for example or there was a quarrel and a fight over some property it might be something small and before you used to meet each other very very regularly every week every month and then something happened and then obviously time passed and you heard that you should forgive otherwise those who do not forgive are not forgiven such nights so you decided to forgive you made that phone call but some people are concerned well it's not like it was before well no one's telling you to go and sit in each other's laps that's not necessary that's not necessary because you know you're a human being you've had differences yes but as long as you do not avoid each other intentionally as long as as the hadith mentions you pass by and you don't turn your face that way and that person turns the face the other way as long as you at least you make salam and you do not dis, uh, uh, deprive each other of salam and a smile then it is sufficient you're only human so that's one type of hatred which can creep into the heart because of some kind of issues that have arose however i want to just touch on another aspect and that is the hatred which is developed due to deen due to religion and this is very dangerous if someone's punched you if someone stole your wealth if someone's been cruel to you or your family members and you you have some sort of feeling in your heart and bitterness to a level that's understandable but just because my brother he prays his salah different to me am i allowed to hate him for that reason if some brothers choose to follow one timetable and i want to follow a different timetable does that mean that i should hate them and they should hate me if for example there are certain people who want to start fasting on ramadan today and there's another group of people they believe because they are also following scholars that we should start tomorrow by all means they have scholars does that mean that one group it's right for them to hate the others this is becoming problematic and unfortunately it always comes up in ramadan the month in which we are supposed to be focusing on ibadah and worship hours and hours and hours go on bickering on fighting and arguing and developing hatred for no reason whatsoever the issue wasn't even between you two let them solve it the scholars let them solve it if they haven't solved it fine even amongst the sahaba there were differences of opinion however it wasn't like this it wasn't like this on one occasion nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told the sahaba to go to a certain place 
And he told them to go to a certain place and told them to perform the salah at a certain place. Sahaba were traveling. When it came time for that particular salah, some sahaba said, let us pray salah. The others half said, no, no, no. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, only pray the salah when you get to the particular place. So they said, no, no, no. He didn't mean that. That was referring to get there quickly. It's time for salah, let's pray. Half of them prayed, half didn't. Half of them said, no. He told us pray when you get there. He said, no, we understood it to mean that get there quickly. And if not, when the time for salah comes, you pray. Half prayed, half didn't pray. Those who, this is very clearly mentioned. Those who prayed did not taunt those who didn't pray. And those who didn't pray did not taunt the ones who prayed. When they got there, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam praised both of them. Like this, there are many, many examples. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sometimes on travel. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on one side we find the Quran mentions that regarding fasting, Ramadan this is, that if you are traveling, then you have a leeway of making up afterwards. But if you fast and you can, it's better for you, you'll get more reward. And there are narrations where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam discouraged some of the sahaba from fasting during travel. Sometimes it would happen, they would go, some sahaba would be fasting, some wouldn't be fasting. Those fasting would not taunt those who haven't fasted, and those not fasting would not taunt the ones who were fasting. There was this mature understanding. And this is what you and I need today. Having a difference of opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's valid, and as long as you're following reputable scholars, that's understandable. But this has crept into us to such a degree that every one of us now want to be involved in any scholarly difference. If somebody's opposing me, like I said earlier, if somebody's hurt you physically, and for you to have some feelings towards them, it's to a degree understandable. But just because somebody says, Amin loud, and I say it quietly, for example, or for example, some people perform three rakat of butter, and some people perform one rakat of butter. Is this a reason to hate? Can the religion ever be the reason to hate somebody? Why are we making this a reason to hate? And losing our deeds. A person can spend all their time worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even on such nights. But if a person is carrying grudges and hatred for other Muslims, why? Just because they're practicing differently to him or her. There is danger that what you are doing is not being accepted. And on such nights, such people are not forgiven. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the true understanding. Similarly, we have the same case regarding the efforts of deen which are being carried out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant love and mercy and mahabba between the brothers of Dawat and Tabliq and between the people who are doing the work of Khanqa and Madaris, everybody. Worldwide, as we are getting closer to the time of Qiyamah, fitna will arise. We will see more and more fitna. Does that mean that we should all run and get involved? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said regarding the time of fitna, the further you are, the better you are. Whoever goes to think, the hadith mentions, whoever thinks, just let me have a look, what's all this about? No, we all want to do this. What's it all about? Let me just, you know, let me just Google it. Let me just go and check it out. Let me just check his or her profile. What's it, what are they all about? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, if you just try to have a look at what it is, it'll take you into it.
And before, before you know it, it'll be too late, you'll be involved. You'll be involved. So especially the fact that the holy month of Ramadan is coming, the less we are involved in any of these things, in these disputes, the better. And do not hate, especially for the sake of deen. That, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Some people want to close their fast at half past one. Alhamdulillah. Those who want to close their fast 3.30, alhamdulillah. They have scholars. The responsibility is upon their scholars. Why do I need to get involved? Why do you need to get involved? Why does somebody need to send multiple emails and WhatsApp messages and waste all their time and corrupt everybody's mind? There's no, no need for this. If anybody sends you anything regarding anybody else, do not forward it. So-and-so scholar is saying this. His people have done this. So-and-so is... Just stay out of it. Because by me forwarding mess, is that going to change the situation? It's different if you are going to those individuals directly and sitting with them, speaking with We're not going to do that. Just stay out of it. Why waste our Ramadan? Why waste our holy and precious moments? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me for speaking about this and wasting your time on such a blessed occasion. But I felt it was important to highlight so that we don't waste our time when the holy month of Ramadan comes. Um, with this being said, inshallah, now we want to dedicate some time for the recitation of the Quran. We have very less time. We're going to try and conclude uh, by Isha, inshallah. So we're going to split this time up in some recitation of Quran. We'll have some Durud Sharif, some Dhikr, and then we'll have Dua, inshallah. Then Isha Salah, and then food. And then you can go home and continue with your Ibadah. Now, uh, just earlier today, uh, I received a little booklet. Um, uh, one young Madrasa. Uh, student came to me and he says uh, Uncle Uzair gave you this book and I was thinking who is this Uncle Uzair so I'm sure it's you right no well are you sure <laughs> I can't think of any other Uncle Uzair so he came and passed it on to me and it was a little compilation of 40 ahadith regarding the Quran and I thought subhanallah this is um, the month of Ramadan is the month of the Quran I opened it and the first hadith which was mentioned I'd like to share with you Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, reported by Imam Muslim in his Sahih, Iqra'u al-Qur'an. Iqra'u al-Qur'an. Fa'innahu ya'ti yawm al-qiyamati shafi'an li ashabihi. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, read the Qur'an. Read the Qur'an. Read the Qur'an. Why? Because the Qur'an tomorrow on the day of judgment will come and intercede for the reciter's behalf. The Qur'an itself, imagine... On that day, يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ Your own mother will not want to know you. Your father will turn away from you. Brother will run from brother, sister from sister, husband from wife, wife from husband. You will run from your own children. On that day of judgment, Allah tells us in the Quran, يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ Allah says, لِكُلِّ مْرِئِمْ مِنْهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ شَأْنٌ يُغْنِ the situation will be such, nobody will want to know anybody. Every person will be for themselves. On that day, when even the Anbiya wasalam, will be trembling. We know the hadith where people will go to Anbiya wasalam, and every single prophet will apologize to the nations and say, I am worried about myself. Go to somebody else. Go to another prophet. On that day when each and every person will be trembling and you and I will be in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is, there is a way out for you and me. And what is that? It's the Qur'an. The Qur'an on that day will plead to Allah, 
will beg Allah, will hold on to the throne of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Quran will say, this person, throughout the day, he would recite me, he would become thirsty. This person would recite me throughout the night and forsake his or her sleep. This person always recited me, O oh Allah, either you put this person into Jannah or I am not your book. And will the, will the shafa'a and the intercession of the Quran be rejected? So this is Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَإِنَّهُ يَأْتِي يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ شَفِيعًا لِأَصْحَابِهِمْ I'm going to end on this. There are many other fadail of the Qur'an. Ramadan is a month of the Qur'an. Let us start from today and develop a habit of reciting the Qur'an. We're going to give 10 minutes inshallah. 10 minutes is 35. At 45 inshallah, we're going to get together again. 10 minutes inshallah. There are Qur'ans here. Uh, there are Qur'an Jews over here as well. From anywhere. If you want to start from the beginning and make your start of Qur'an recitation today and then continue from today all the way till the end of Ramadan, brilliant. And if not, wherever, whichever juz you get, start reciting inshallah. Please do not leave, stay till the end. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showers His mercy upon the places where Qur'an is recited. Qur'an removes the darkness from the heart. Inshallah, please stay and recite the Qur'an 10 minutes inshallah and then we'll get together again. Jazakumullah khairan. Brothers are humbly requested to please return the Qur'an uh, respectfully in the manner where we found them, insha'Allah. And if we can come and gather towards the front, jazakumullah khaira. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the recitation of the Qur'an. May this be a beginning that never ends, insha'Allah. A relationship that we establish with the Qur'an. For some of us, maybe this was the first time we opened the Qur'an in, since last Ramadan. For some of us, maybe in months, in weeks, it's probably the first time We've opened the Qur'an. May Allah make a strong relationship for us with the Qur'an, uh, which we get a chance to read a portion of the Qur'an on a daily basis, inshallah. Let's start from today and build on that. You don't have to read loads, but make it continuous. Even if it's something small, but let us keep it going. Everyone's going to keep it going, inshallah. Who's going to try and read some Qur'an every day, inshallah. And when the month of Ramadan comes, we want to see this atmosphere in the masjid. Rather than having lectures, you know, we're all into lectures and listening to bayans and stories. Ramadan is a time where everybody should, in the homes, in the masajid, people should, this is how it used to be before. Years ago, I remember when I was young, not that I'm very old now, but I, I, I remember that, you know, people would come together and everyone would be reading Quran. You enter a masjid and everyone's reading Quran. You go upstairs, everyone's reading Quran. Downstairs, everyone's reading Quran. There was not, there was not a single place you'd have to find a space to sit because everybody's just reading Quran. But now it's everyone's on their phone or either they just come last minute and there's no, this reading Quran is going. Uh, may Allah bring us back onto the Quran. You know, make an intention. You know, there are, mashallah, people who aim to read a full Quran each day of Ramadan. And it's very easily possible. We have the time. If we read Quran as much as we are on social media, we'll probably finish Quran every day, once a day. Don't you think? What if we do this? The time we're on social media, just that much time start reading Quran in Ramadan. It'll change our lives. So the only way we're going to be able to read Quran this Ramadan if we cut down on our social media. And that's the least we can do inshallah for this month of Ramadan. Uh, where there is the mention of Allah, alongside this always comes the mention of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah has made it such. Allah honored the beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah. 
Muhammadur Rasulullah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that gathering in which there is no mention and not it's not just an Islamic gathering, any gathering, when you get together with any amount of people, if there is a gathering, and in that gathering you do not send salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it will be a means of regret for these people on the day of judgment. So in every gathering, at least once we should mention Durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Keeping this in mind, we have here 40 ahadith and narrations from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam which mention Durood. Uh, let us listen with a heart of love for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and say Ameen upon the end of each Durood. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Salamun ala ibadihi alladhina astafa Salamun ala al-mursaleen Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin wa anzil al-maqada al-muqarraba indak Allahumma rabba hadi al-da'wati al-qaimati wa salati al-nafiyati salli ala Muhammadin wa arda anni rizda tashadu ba'dahu abadam Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika kama salli ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika wa salli ala al-mu'minin wa al-mu'minati wa al-muslimin wa al-musliman Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin wa barik ala Muhammadin موسیقی اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجين اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما بارت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما بارت على إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجين اللهم صل على محمد وزواجه وذريته كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وزواجه وذريته كما بارت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى زواجه وذريته كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما بارت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجين اللهم صل على محمد النبي وأزواجه مات المؤمنين وذريته وأهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما بارت على إبراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما بارت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما تحننت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما سلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمد وعلى محمد 
ملكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات مباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله Inshallah now we will have zikr and thereafter we will make dua we will make dua first of all collectively and then short time will be given to make individual dua thereafter inshallah we'll have isha salah and food will be served after isha salah as well it was on this very night of the 15th of shaban that we hear the incident of the great sage and the saint of his time malik bin dinar rahmatullah alayhi he says regarding himself malik bin dinar says that i was an alcoholic he was a muslim but he goes, I was an alcoholic. I had this very bad habit of drinking. May Allah save us all from drinking. May Allah save all those who are involved. And just because we sin differently to other people, that doesn't mean we look down on them. If somebody drinks, I probably do something else. So that doesn't mean that I can look at them. We sin differently, uh, yet we're very quick to judge. So Malik bin Dinar rahmatullahi says, that I had this bad habit of drinking and committing many other crimes. And it was such that it was the 15th of Sha'ban one night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with a child and he was very fond of a child it was his daughter young daughter she was a baby very very fond and he used to very get on with her but he had this bad side to him as well and she had this peculiar habit that whenever he would pour himself a glass of wine she came to an age where she was walking around she would knock it over every time he would pour a glass she would knock it over without knowing what it was he says that one particular night without performing my salatul isha in a drunkard condition, I went to sleep. And in that sleep, I saw a dream. Now what happened was, the daughter of Malik bin Dinar, she passed away in infancy at the age of two or three. So this really struck him. However, he continued with his evil. He didn't praise Isha. He went to sleep that night. He sees a dream. And in the dream, he saw that it is the day of Qiyamah. Resurrection has taken place and the day of judgment has started. And Malik bin Dinar says, all of a sudden I see behind me there is a massive, scary python which is chasing me with its mouth open. And I begin to run for my life. And as I am running, trying to escape from the python which is chasing me and moving closer to me as I run, I notice a very frail and old man. Very beautiful scent I can smell from him. Nice fragrance. But he's very weak and very old. He's wearing white garments. And I come to him and I say, help me, help me. And the old man says, I can't help you. He says, look, this snake and this python is chasing me. You need to help me, assist me. He says, I can't help you. He says, please assist me, help me. I need your help because I'm too weak. I cannot give you any assistance. Carry on further. Maybe you might see some help further that way. So Malik bin Dinar says, I continue to run. And as I run further, I continue to run. I run. I run to the top of the cliff and think I'm going to go over the cliff regardless what's there. 
Because when I reached the top of the cliff, the python has reached very close behind me. And when I looked over the cliff, I saw it was the fire of Jahannam. May Allah protect us all. He says, I saw the fire of Jahannam. And I thought that's not where I want to go. So I turn back and I run again. And on my way, I see the old man. The python is still chasing me. I come across the old man. And I beg to him again, please help me. I need your help. This is the time I need you the most. He says, I'm too weak. I cannot give you any assistance. I cannot help you whatsoever. The python gets closer to me. And the old man says, go to that residence. There's a residence there at the top of the tower. Maybe there's someone there who could assist you. So he says, I go towards this residence. It looks like a palace. When I approach this place and enter, the python is getting closer to me. And I notice that there are many, many children there. So all of the children begin to come out. And they begin to see who I am. Until all of a sudden I notice that from amongst the children, one of the children is my own daughter. Who passed away at the age of two or three in infancy. And she recognizes me. And she says to the angels, Wallahi, this is my father. And she comes to me. And she holds me in one hand. And with the other hand, she pushes the snake and the python away. And the python moves back. I embrace my baby daughter. And she recites a verse of the Quran in my ear. And the verse she recites, she says, Oh my father, which means hasn't the time come for the believers, for their hearts to tremble out of the fear of Allah. How long will we continue this life of sin? He says, my daughter, do you all know the Quran? She says, we know the Quran better than you. All of us, we are the children of Muslims. We are the children who die in infancy. This is the place that we will say until Allah decides for people to go to Jannah and Jahannam and will be sent into Jannah. Until then, we are staying in this garden and in this palace. And then the father says, what is going on? What is this snake? And who is this old man? The daughter replies by saying, the old man that you, the, the snake that was chasing you, these are your sins. These are your sins. You continued disobedience and sins so much so that they were so powerful, they overpowered everything else that you did. This is why it was chasing you. Hadn't it been for me to save you and protect you today as an inter intercessor, you would have gone and your bad deeds were about to push you into the hellfire. May Allah protect us. says, who was the old man? says, the old man were your good deeds. So weak. You made your good deeds so weak. You wasted your time. You didn't do enough good deeds. They weren't strong enough to protect you. From this we take a lesson on this most blessed night. Just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it a turning point for Malik bin Dinar. It was that very night in that very condition where he begged for the mercy of Allah. And Allah changed him forever. And he became Hazrat Malik bin Dinar rahmatullah alayhi. And we recognize him as the sage and the saint and the buzurk of his time. Inshallah, this will be a night which will be a special night for all of us inshallah. So we'll make dhikr, everybody take part. The after we make a dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when we return home, let us try and continue as much as we can. This is just to get us into the moon. Mainly it's the time where you are alone with your Allah, nobody else. Try those who can spend the whole night well and good, if not half the night, even half an hour, but ensure we perform our Fajr Salah. We don't want to miss our Fajr. And those of us, I'm sure most of us haven't fasted throughout the month of Shaban. Shaban is a month of fasting. And if you've not been able to fast all of these days, then at least the least we can do is fast tomorrow. I'm thinking because 15th 
was one of the sunnah fasts, 13, 14, 15. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa fasted in the month of Sha'ban. So if somebody fasts tomorrow, this is a great act of virtue. You, can, you cannot tell somebody, oh, why are you fasting? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa fasted all of Sha'ban. He fasted 13, 14, and 15. And if you want to fast to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and if you want to do it tomorrow because it's a special night, why not? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. La ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha Subhanallah, 
Allah, 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 Allah,
ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم لا احصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو اهله رضينا بالله ربا رضينا بالله ربا وبالاسلام دينا وبمحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رسوله ونبيا الحمد لله الحمد لله الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد ولا نعمه الايمان ولك الحمد ولا نعمه الاسلام ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم رب اغفر وارحم انت خير الراحمين اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم اني ظلمت نفسي ظلما كثيرا ولا يغفر الذنوب الا انت ولا يغفر الذنوب الا انت فاغفر لي مغفرة من عندك وارحمني انك انت الغفور الرحيم انك انت الغفور الرحيم انك انت الغفور الرحيم او كايند الله او بلافيد الله او ميرسفول الله او بينفلنت الله او موست كايند الله او موست ميرسفول الله والله يو ار ذا جريتست والله يو ار ذا موست كايند والله يو ار ذا موست ميرسفول والله نو ون از از ميرسفول از يو الله Allah you are very kind oh Allah your kindness has no bounds oh Allah you are the most loving oh Allah you are al-wadud oh Allah you are al-wadud oh Allah you are al-wadud oh Allah you are the most kind and the most loving oh Allah you have named yourself ghaffar the most forgiving oh Allah Allah you love to forgive sins oh Allah you are the greatest forgiver oh Allah and I am the greatest sinner oh Allah you are the greatest forgiver oh Allah and I am the greatest sinner oh Allah The greatest sinner has come to the greatest forgiver of oh Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, if this many people go to the king of the world of oh Allah, the king of the world will not turn us back of oh Allah. You are the king of all kings of oh Allah. You are the most kind of oh Allah. Oh Allah, you are the most merciful of oh Allah. Your treasures have no bounds and no limits of oh Allah. We beg you on this auspicious and virtuous night of oh Allah. We are in need of your forgiveness of oh Allah. Forgive us of oh Allah. Forgive us of oh Allah. Forgive us of oh Allah. Allah, Allah, we have committed sins during the day. Allah, we have committed sins in the night. Allah, head to toe we are drowning in our sins. Allah, there is no sin we haven't done. Allah, our eyes are full of sins. Allah, our ears are full of sins. Allah, we have blackened our souls and our hearts and our minds. Allah, we are drowning. Allah, Allah, we need your help. Allah, do not turn us away. Allah, do not ignore us. Allah, on this most blessed night. Allah, make us from amongst the forgiven ones. Allah, we plead. for your forgiveness of oh Allah we beg for your mercy of oh Allah oh most kind Allah oh most beautiful of oh Allah oh most loving Allah oh most forgiving Allah forgive us of oh Allah forgive all our sins of oh Allah forgive the major and the minor of oh Allah forgive those sons sins that we know Allah forgive the sins that we committed during the dark of the night of oh Allah we thought nobody was watching us of oh Allah but you are aware of us at all times of oh Allah grant us your awareness of oh Allah grant us your close 
closeness, O Allah. Make us your friend, O Allah. Make us closer to you, O Allah. Make us your friend, O Allah. Create the hatred of sins in our hearts, O Allah. Remove the darkness of sins from our hearts, O Allah. Remove the darkness of sins from our lives, O Allah. Enlighten us with your obedience, O Allah. Make it easy for us to obey you, O Allah. Make us closer to you, O Allah. Make us punctual on five times salah, O Allah. Help us to recite the Quran on a daily basis, O Allah. Grant us your fear, O Allah. Grant us your love, O Allah. Grant us the love of the masjid, O Allah. Grant us the love of the Quran, O Allah. Grant us the love of Iman, O Allah. Take away the love of the world from our hearts, O Allah. O Allah, and grant us the love of the Quran and the Sunnah, O Allah. Grant us the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, make his day our day, O Allah. Make his night our night, O Allah. Help us to live according to the Sunnah, O Allah. O Allah, make this night a turning point in my life, O Allah. Help me to change, O Allah. O Allah, I've tried on many occasions, O Allah, but I keep failing and I keep slipping, O Allah. I cannot do it without you, O Allah. Sometimes I become overconfident, O Allah. I think I can do it, O Allah, but without you, I am nothing, O Allah. You are everything, O Allah. I am nothing, O Allah. You know everything, O Allah. I know nothing, O Allah. You have all the power, O Allah. I have none, O Allah. Guide me, O Allah. Protect me, O Allah. Help me along the path of Allah. Hold my hand, O Allah. Guide me along the path of Allah. Do not let go on any moment, O Allah. We need you the whole way, O Allah. We need you all the time, O Allah. Keep us in your guidance, O Allah. Keep us in your protection, O Allah. Not only us, O Allah, including O Allah, our parents also, O Allah. Our parents went through many difficulties to raise us, O Allah. O Allah, help us to help us to fulfill their rights, O Allah. Those of our parents who have left the world, fill their graves with nur, O Allah. Those of our parents who are alive, O Allah, have mercy upon their condition, O Allah. Have mercy upon their condition, O Allah. On this most blessed night, O Allah, when you've been forgiving everybody, O Allah, grant them forgiveness, O Allah. Grant them shifa, O Allah. Grant them a life of afia, O Allah. O Allah, grant them a life of happiness, O Allah. And when the time comes for them and for us, O Allah, and for our children, O Allah, and for all of us to leave the world, O Allah, to come to meet you, O Allah. O Allah, please make my last day my best day, O Allah. Make my last action my best action, O Allah. And grant me the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, whilst I am leaving the world, O Allah. Grant me death in sujood, O Allah. Grant us death in the masjid, O Allah. Grant us death in Ramadan, O Allah. Grant us death on a Friday, O Allah. Grant us death whilst in hajj, O Allah. Grant us death whilst we are remembering you, O Allah. Whilst we are happy with you and you are happy with us, O Allah. Now, today, we know you are angry with us, O Allah. Turn away your anger from us, O Allah. Cool your anger from us, O Allah. Help us to stay away from those things which make you angry, O Allah. We will lie, confess, O lie, confess and admit, O Allah. I acknowledge, O Allah. I have made you very angry, O Allah. I know I have done things, O Allah, to displease you, O Allah. But tonight is a blessed night, O Allah, when you will be forgiving everybody, O Allah. Please do not deprive me, O Allah. O Allah, I've come tonight to say sorry to you, O Allah. O Allah, accept my apology, O Allah. Sorry, O Allah. Sorry, O Allah. You gave us eyes, O Allah. You gave us ears, O Allah. You gave us family, O Allah. You gave us food, O Allah. You didn't starve us, O Allah. There are people who are starving in the world, O Allah. There are people who have nowhere to live, O Allah. There are people who are living in fear, O Allah. There are people who have no water to drink, O Allah. You gave us every blessing, O Allah. O Allah, we have everything, O Allah. There is 
then there isn't anything you haven't given us, O oh Allah. Despite that, O oh Allah, the way we paid you back, O oh Allah, is we missed our salah, O oh Allah. We lied and we cheated, O oh Allah. We looked and listened to haram, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we ate and we spoke haram, O oh Allah. Forgive us, O oh Allah. Make this night a night, O oh Allah, in which we recognize your bounties upon us, O oh Allah. Help us to change, O oh Allah. Make us closer to you, O oh Allah. Grant us a life of taqwa, O oh Allah. Help us to prepare ourselves for the holy month of Ramadan, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, Muslims, wherever they are suffering throughout the world, have mercy on their condition, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Syria, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Yemen, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Burma, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Palestine, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Kashmir, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Somalia, O oh Allah. Have mercy on the Muslims of Iraq, O oh Allah. Throughout the world, wherever Muslims are suffering, O oh Allah. Have mercy upon their condition, O oh Allah. Shower them with your mercy, O oh Allah. The Ummah is desperately in need of your mercy, O oh Allah. Shower them with your mercy, O oh Allah. Protect their Iman, O oh Allah. Protect their women and children, O oh Allah. Protect their Iman, O oh Allah. Grant food to those who are starving, O oh Allah. Grant water to those who are thirsty, O oh Allah. Grant protection for, to those who are scared for their lives, O oh Allah. Only because they say, La ilaha illallah. O oh Allah, protect our Iman, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, time is going to come when we're going to leave this world, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we don't know where we will be on that last moment, O oh Allah. What condition we will be in, O oh Allah. We beg you, O oh Allah. Do not give us death as a munafiq, O oh Allah. Safeguard us from dying as a kafir, O oh Allah. Safeguard us from dying as a mushrik, O oh Allah. Safeguard us from an evil death, O oh Allah. Grant us a death that pleases you, O oh Allah. Makes you happy, O oh Allah. And on the day of judgment, we beg you, O oh Allah. Just like you have hidden our sins today, O oh Allah. Hide our sins on the day of judgment, O oh Allah. Do not show our sins to the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Allah, this will really displease him, O oh Allah. Protect us from the disgrace of the day of judgment, O oh Allah. The disgrace of the world is nothing, O oh Allah. The real disgrace is the disgrace of the day of judgment, O oh Allah. We beg you, O oh Allah, do not disgrace us on the day of judgment, O oh Allah. Grant us the shade of your throne, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we are not deserving of your paradise, O oh Allah. But we beg you, O oh Allah, safeguard us from Jahannam, O oh Allah. Safeguard us from the hellfire, O oh Allah. Although we are not deserving, O oh Allah, we ask you, O oh Allah, we ask you, O oh Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those, of, those brothers and sisters who have requested us of du'as, O oh Allah, include them in these du'as as well. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked for many good things. O oh Allah, we ask of you the same. He sought your protection from many evils. We seek your protection from the same. O Allah, grant us unity amongst us, O Allah. Help us to clean our hearts, O Allah. Purify our hearts, O Allah. Grant us unity, O Allah. Grant us love and respect for one another, O Allah. Despite our differences, O Allah. Help us to be mature, to love one another, O Allah. To understand one another, O Allah. To be tolerant of one another, O Allah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ask for many good things, O Allah. We ask of you the same. He sought your protection from many evils. O Allah, we seek your protection from the same. O oh Allah, the brothers and sisters that have gathered here have made certain intentions today. O oh Allah, accept these intentions. O oh Allah, we have made an intention to be punctual on our salah from today onwards. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, help us to be punctual. O oh Allah, we have made an intention to recite a bit of Quran every day. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, accept this intention. O oh Allah, many of us have made an intention to fast tomorrow. O oh Allah, make it easy for us. O oh Allah, make the fast of Ramadan easy for us. O oh Allah, help us to complete our complete tarawih. O oh Allah, make it easy for us. O oh Allah, Subhanahu Rabbika. 
رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله صراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين يا عسى ربكم أن يكفر عنكم سيئاتكم 
ويدخلكم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار يوم لا يخز الله النبي والذين آمنوا معه نورهم يسعى بين أيديهم وبأيمانهم يقولون ربنا أتمم لنا نورنا واغفر لنا إنك على كل شيء قدير الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين فأم فإن الجحيم هي المأوى وأما من خاف مقام ربه ونهى النفس عن الهوى فإن الجنة هي المأوى يسألونك عن الساعة أيان مرساها فيما أنت من ذكراها إلى ربك منتهاها إنما أنت منذر من يخشاها كأنهم يوم يرونها لم يلبثوا لم يلبثوا إلا عشية أو ضحاها الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
اکبروں سمع الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله